Hey, good evening. Welcome to another podcast episode of the Daily Mind, episode 91. I am your host. Once again, how is everyone <clears throat> day or how is everyone doing? Um, hopefully everybody's day went well starting off the new week. Um, for those who are living in the Midwest and where I'm at, prepare for a major ice storm. Be very careful. I got a late call tomorrow work which is awesome because of the ice because let's be honest people here can drive on a clear sunny day so let alone entrusting people to drive out in the ice you're just asking for trouble (laughs) and so um just if you're on the roads uh, all jokes aside just be careful drive safely um and don't let your guard down you know even the most professional drivers can get into a wreck all right so without further ado today's monday so of course every monday is the News Out of a Hat episode, a little segment that I have, basically a show within the show, where I find random news articles and give my two cents and my spin on it, Uh, maybe articles and stuff that you may have not heard, um, or you may have heard that's going on, um, with that being said. So it's basically like a news show, you know, like on Saturday Night Live, the weekend update that they do every episode. I guess you could say it's kind of that. I guess guess you could say I was kind of inspired by that. So just let's get into it. So everybody knows, right? The biggest news right now is the shooting in Memphis um, against uh, Tyree Nichols. That is the biggest news story. And now today they just uh, fired a sixth officer. He was the one that apparently in the video tased Tyree Nichols and was one of the first on the scene. But, you know, you would have thought like even maybe he might have had a change of heart or something or something could have been done differently, but he just kind of went along with it. Either way, he's just been fired. They just fired that dude. And three of the firefighter EMTs were also fired in that whole ordeal too, I guess, based on their response time. I heard it took at least like 20 minutes just to get to him to save him. You know, when it comes to being a firefighter EMS, time is critical. You know, every second counts. Now, we don't know what the delay was, but automatically they're just throwing a hammer. Lately, it has not been good news for Tennessee law enforcement. First, you had that shit in LaVerge with the chick, and then now you got this going on. It's, it's, I don't know what's going on down here, but it seems like every state kind of gets their, their fair share of bad press. So it seems, right? It's just... I, I can't fathom it. And, you know, now this is becoming a big deal. But what makes th- that story with Tyree Nichols so unique is that this time it's black cops killing a black man. Right. We always see the same thing. White cops kill a black man. So on and so on. This is different. And it seemed like to me this man was targeted the way they went about it and went after him. is it was almost as if like uh, they were trying to catch this dude for a while. For whatever reason, we don't know. We won't really know. But nonetheless, you know, everybody cries for reform and all this stuff. It's never going to change. You can come up with reform, um, new laws. It don't matter. It don't matter. Some people get into a position of power and don't know how to control it. That's just what it comes down to. No reform is going to change that, period. So I'm pretty sure we're going to hear a lot more as it comes. So just, you know, stay, um, no, just keep listening out. Okay, so getting into some other news, uh, let's see here. Um, some sad news. We had another celebrity get uh, a celebrity passing. Um, if you guys are familiar with the old 70s TV show Laverne and Shirley, um, actor Cindy Williams just passed away at 75. You know, it's crazy when you see your whole childhood 
passing on in front of you. You know what I mean? Now, granted, the show premiered before I was born. Right? I was born in 85. But I remember watching it growing up when it was on syndication. And, you know, once the show was already done, you know, they played it on various networks. But it, it's nuts. We're, we're not even barely done. We're almost done with January. We had so many celebrities just pass on within the first month. Last year was crazy, too. Don't get me wrong, especially um, with the passing of the Queen and all that stuff. Yeah, last year we lost a lot of our childhood. Man. It's kind of sad to look at. But, you know, we tend to forget that celebrities are also human, too. We look at celebrities like they can never die. You know what I mean? Because they have affected us and inspired and changed us in a way that we just look up to them, I guess. And then, you know, when something actually does happen to them, like I think one of the most recent shocking deaths, I think, was Kobe Bryant, even though that was like maybe about two years ago, almost going on three years ago. That was perhaps the most shocking death. No one seen that coming. And even now, it's still pretty shocking to see or, or to just know like that has actually happened. Right. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. And then, um, coming out of New York city, um, Wi-Fi service comes to an end on New York city buses. So for my New York city cats, um, you guys are familiar with the buses out there. The newer buses were being built by various companies and they were coming in with built-in Wi-Fi and USB ports. Well, it seemed as if now that is coming to an end, at least for the Wi-Fi portion. So right now, um, they're removing the Wi-Fi feature on buses, which I thought was a stupid idea to begin with. Because you have to think of the network to which that Wi-Fi runs on and how taxing that may be. And to be realistic, everybody has unlimited internet for the most part, right? Of course, it gets capped after a bit. But everybody has unlimited internet. And it's Wi-Fi everywhere. It was just almost pointless to have it on a bus. Everybody has access to internet. So... They cited that low usage because a lot of people, a lot of people that I know said that it was so slow. I don't know what network, what provider provided the Wi-Fi internet for these buses, but they had to been, it heard it was very, very slow. You were better off just using your phone, um, sell your network if you really wanted to access uh, the internet. Because obviously the Wi-Fi was just way too damn slow. I've never used it. Even when I was out there, it's just... There's no point. I had enough internet that I can, you know, kind of go on my own, right? So it just didn't make any sense. Okay, so let's see what else is going on. Uh, we talk, talked about the ice storm that's happening. Very, very big deal. It's supposed to affect about 36 million Americans. Maybe even more. You know, maybe even more. It's, it's, a, it's a really big ice storm. Uh, yeah, so I just read about Laverne and Shirley's actress. It's just, that's really, really sad. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Need some good news. New good news. Give me some good news, man. Just people passing away and all this other stuff. It's pretty sad news. It's very sad news. And you know, it's crazy. She, you know, the Laverne, uh, Cindy Williams, the Laverne Shirley actress, she was actually battling an illness, an unspecified illness. Didn't even know. You know, some people do keep things under wrap. You know what I mean? They keep things out of the limelight for reasons, right? Some things are just not meant to put out there. Okay, so let's see. I'm trying to find some more news here. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find some. Give me something good, something good. Hmm. Trying to, all right, I'm going to go find some oddball news because that's usually some of the funniest things. Um, sometimes I have to go to other outlets like CNN or Fox News. I don't listen. Not that whole CNN, Fox shit. Listen, I go find news wherever I need to find news. Period. All right. So hey, I'm not. We're not choosing sides here. 
Oh, okay. This is breaking news that's actually coming in. Multiple people shot in Lakeland, Florida. Typical. We just had like three mass shootings already this year in California alone. The one state you will never think would have mass shootings. Well, now here in Lakeland, Florida, as this is coming in right now, multiple people are shot at Lakeland, Florida. So the latest here says, this is according to CNN, um, it says here, multiple people were shot Monday afternoon in Lakeland, Florida, according to a statement released by the city of Lakeland. Quote, at this time, we believe there are nine victims, two with critical injuries and seven with non-life-threatening injuries. According to the statement, officers were called to a location near Iowa Avenue North and Plum Street at approximately 3.43 p.m. This is all that's there. It's still, um, it's still breaking news, right? So I guess there'll be more to follow. Tune into your local news station. It might pop up. It might not. I don't know. But that's, um, I don't know. It's just mind-boggling. Let's see. Let's see what else we got here. Okay, here's one. Here's one. I mean, this is typical though. Around this time of year, more than one thousand U.S. flights are canceled as winter weather snarls traffic. I told you, yeah. This this is a this storm is literally cutting in the middle of the country like a knife. It says here more than a thousand Monday flights have been canceled in the United States as winter weather moves through the middle of the country. Most of the cancellations so far are affecting Dallas Love Field and Dallas Fort Worth International Airports in Texas. By the way, I think Dallas is probably going to get the worst from what I've seen on the weather, the worst of this ice phenomenon. It says, as of about 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, oh boy, I don't want to see no ad, just over 1,000 flights within, into, or out of the U.S. have been canceled Monday, according to flight tracking site FlightAware, with more than 4,100 delays. About half of those cancellations are Southwest airline flights. The Dallas-based airline, which had an operations meltdown over the holidays, had canceled about 12% of its Monday schedule, which is roughly about 480 flights, according to FlightAware. Southwest Airlines did not immediately respond to a request for comment. As recently as Monday morning, CEO Bob Jordan was outlining fixes to prevent a repeat of the airline's Christmas travel meltdown. Seems like Southwest just can't get a break, right? Maybe... They need to change their model. Maybe they need to become a more expensive airline to perhaps upgrade some shit. It's cool to be a budget airline, but man, when you got all these meltdowns like this, you might have to up the ante a little bit. You might have to invest some money. You can't be cheap for so long. You're definitely going to have to invest some extra money somewhere. So let's see here. Hmm. Hmm. This is a nice little interesting story. Colorado River's vanishing water is at center of bitter negotiations between seven states i'm gonna get into it this is as of uh this story just came in actually today um actually just a few minutes yeah just about an hour ago interesting it says months of bitter negotiations between seven states that rely on the colorado river's vanishing water have collapsed along a clear fault line over the past week california versus everyone else the multi-state talks which have been ongoing in fits and starts for months we're focused on achieving unprecedented water cuts to save the Colorado River, a system that provides water and electricity to more than 40 million people in the West, i.e. the Hoover Dam. As less and less water have been flowing throughout the river and its reservoirs, U.S. Bureau of Reclamation Commissioner Camille Towton last year called on the basin seven states, California, Arizona, Nevada, New Mexico, Colorado, Utah, and Wyoming to figure out how to cut two to four million acre feet of usage or as much as 30% of the river water allocation. If they couldn't agree on how to do it, Towton vote the federal government would step in. Seems like a big deal. 
you know, the, you know, remember the Mississippi River was just running dry last year. That shit was almost depleted. Now the Colorado River is suffering somewhat the similar fate. But see, they have to come up with something fast because the Colorado River, as you heard in the story, provides electricity to 40 million people. So just imagine if this thing keeps drying up, how can these hydroelectric dams continue to power people? What's the backup source to it, right? Nobody ever thought of like, oh, man, what if we run out of water in this hydroelectric plant? What's the backup, right? I need to look that up because I'm actually quite interested in that. I'd like to know what happens when the river runs dry for a hydroelectric plant. Uh, do some homework on that later for sure. That's actually uh, it's one of those things you don't don't really ever think about, honestly. but. Yeah. Uh, here's another story. Ford, you know, Ford Motor Company drops the price of his Tesla competitors. So as you guys know, Ford introduced the Mustang Mach-E, right? Little electric crossover, which I don't know why the hell they taxed Mustang and thought like, hey, we might sell a lot of these if we put Mustang on its title. Mustang and electric does not go together. It really do not. They could have just left it at Mach-E. I would have been cool with that, but don't slap Mustang on it. Anyway, it says here, Ford is boosting production of its popular Mustang Mach-E electric SUV and dropping its sticker price weeks after Tesla dropped prices of its vehicles. You know, you don't hear that very often. Prices on things are dropping. That is a good sign. Let's see. It says, uh, the move represents a substantial rollback of price hikes. Ford announced last summer on the 2023 models, but buyers may still be paying somewhat more than before the increases. The Mustang Mach-E is a mid-sized electric family SUV, was the first serious electric effort from the Dearborn, Michigan-based automaker. Priced and aimed squarely at the Tesla Model Y, which has its own starting price of $53,000, the Mach-E is for its bet to get the new car buyers to dip their toes into the battery-powered future. It has since been joined in the electric Ford lineup by the workhorse Ford F-150 Lightning. But the company still considers the Mach-E a crucial step for the company's electric power growth. Listen, not everybody is ready for this electric shit. I am welcoming of innovation. I'd like to actually like to see some variety on the road. There are some electric cars, a lot of Teslas where I'm at. Lots and lots of Teslas. And yes, a couple of Mach-E's here and there and stuff like that. But don't force our hand to, to go electric, right? It's a technology that is not 100%. And it's a technology that people are still learning about and trying to understand. It's an investment. You know what I mean? Like I said, the biggest thing I think with electric cars is two arguments. Uh, the carbon footprint to which they leave to produce and also range anxiety because, you know, we Americans love to take road trips. I know I do. And the last thing I want to worry about is my Ford Mach-E or my Tesla running out of juice and the next charging station is not four miles. Think of it and when you travel across middle America, right? It's different if you're in the city. You're going to more than likely come across chargers. But if you're traveling somewhere in some rural area, what's the chances of you getting a charger? But others argue, too, that electric cars are good for city drivers, which I agree. Yes. Just for point A to point B, I don't see electric cars as being long-range drivers. Eventually, they'll get there. But as of right now, for a city car, and you don't do a lot of traveling outside your city, or you don't go very far, I think it's a good choice. Why not? Especially all the stop and go traffic. All right. So good luck, Ford. Okay. So let's see what else. Uh, ooh, now a new Samsung Galaxy phone is coming next month and you can reserve it now. Let's see what it is. 
Because I have a X22 Plus. Fantastic phone, by the way. A new year means a new Galaxy phone, and you won't have to wait long for the next one. Samsung has announced that its newest slate of devices will be revealed at the Samsung Unpacked on February 1st, which, by the way, is tomorrow. And you can reserve them right now if you're especially eager to upgrade. Samsung just launched its reservation page where you can reserve the next Galaxy smartphone, the upcoming Galaxy Book, Laptop, or both. Reserving each product individually will get you $50 in free Samsung credit that you can use on Samsung.com. While reserving both at once will get you $100. Note that making a reservation doesn't lock you into a pre-order or require any payment info. You're simply putting your name and email so that you can be notified as soon as the new device is actually available to purchase. As for what's coming, Samsung is almost certainly teasing the long-rumored Galaxy S23 series. The Reserve Now image on Samsung website features three fancy-looking camera lenses, a staple of Galaxy flagships, and the teaser video reads, Made for Moonlight, hitting that the upcoming phones may take even better shots in the dark. Also, we're just speculating, but that blue hue in the video will make for a great phone color. So, hey, believe it or not, I should have gotten the S22 Ultra. That's a much more sleeker, nicer phone. But budget dictates, why don't you just go with the S22 Plus? We'll see what these new phones are like. Listen, I'm not one of those people who have to upgrade every single generation. If it ain't broke, don't fix. It's like you iPhone heads out there. It's like, man, the 14 is out. Now I got to get the 14 the, the 14 Pro or, or the 14 XL. Oh, no, now the 15's out. You know, before you know it, Apple is going to end up selling phones without phones. People will buy it. A fucking iPhone 15 box with no phone in it. The phone is sold separately. They will buy the box. I swear, I, I know people like this. Apple heads are weird, man. Y'all talk about Android people. You people are just fucking weird. Not all, not all Apple um, users, but a good majority of you. Would, I, I could see one of you buying a box, the iPhone 15 box. Like The phone ain't even out yet, but the box, you can buy the box. And then wait for the phone when it actually comes out. Yeah, I know. I've heard stories where people bought PlayStation 5 boxes with no system. People just bought the box. I'm telling you, there's a market and a hustle for everything, even selling boxes. All right. So, hey, I'm looking forward to to that Android phone. We'll see how it looks. But I'm not going to rush to get it unless it's a great incentive that my carrier is offering me or just when this phone goes kaput. We'll see. Okay, so I'm going to look up some more stories. I got about 12 minutes. Let's see what else we got going on here. Mm. Let's see. Trying to see what else we got. Oh, yeah, another celebrity death. This was another one that caught me off guard, too. The actress who played the original Wednesday Adams from the old school um, black and white um adam's family of course starring john astin the guy that played gomez apparently the little girl that played wednesday just passed away at 64 crazy her name was lisa loring it says lisa loring best known as the actress to play wednesday adams in the original the adams family sitcom has died at the age of 64 loring passed away on saturday surrounded by her family longtime agent chris carbog told cnn in a statement on monday he quoted on saying She brought to life one of the most iconic characters in Hollywood history that is still celebrated today. Of course, with the new show Wednesday, right? Carbar said, quote, Lisa loved sharing her memories and meeting all her fans across the world. The former child star was a mother and a grandmother, her agent adding, saying she would be missed dearly. Um, It said her 
Laura, her, her friend, Laurie Jacobson, also reported her death on Facebook saying that she had suffered a massive stroke brought on by smoking and high blood pressure. Uh, she was on life support for three days and they have to make the difficult decision to remove the cord. That's that's sad. I mean, showbiz, I don't know what current project she was doing leading to her death, but the showbiz industry can be very stressful, extremely stressful. I think one of the most ironic deaths celebrity deaths i think was the one of red fox that shit was crazy because remember in sanford and son he used to always fake a heart attack the man actually died from a heart attack which is probably the most ironic deaths i've ever heard and this was when he was doing a show on cbs called the royal family which only lasted about a season or so but he was featured on the show and one day in the back set he was doing that oh i'm having a heart attack you know like i'm coming elizabeth but they thought he was joking around because, you know, that was his shtick back in Sanford and said, but no, he fucking died for real. A heart attack for real. They couldn't believe it. Like, I couldn't even believe it. I think that's the craziest thing. But, you know, our childhood, man, it's, it's, it's dying. Our childhood is dying. All right. So I got about nine minutes. I think I'm making good time. I think I'm read quite a bit of story. Crazy. It's, it's crazy. Only 30 days into the new year and this is all just seemed to be happening. Let's see. Let's see if I can find us something, a nice little story. Hopefully, there's some good news. I mean, all this bad news is kind of crazy. Mm. Let's see. Oh boy, Ooh, that's a that's something that would spark controversy, but that's not a story. Um. <laughs> oh, here's one. Here's one I I heard of last night. Um, this is in regards to the Super Bowl, right? It says Hurts and Mahomes is set for historic matchup first black quarterbacks to face off in the Super Bowl. That's crazy. You know, that's that's big, I guess, man. Like, look, I'm not a big sports fan, but, you know, it's little things like that that stand out. It says here, uh, black quarterbacks have come a long way in the NFL since Fritz Pollard became the first to play in the league in 1923, and Doug Williams was the first to start and win a Super Bowl following the 1987 season. Now, Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts will be the first black quarterbacks to face off in a Super Bowl. It's fitting that a season which began with 11 black quarterbacks starting in week one will end with a historic matchup. Mahomes can become the first two-time winner if he leads the Kansas City Chiefs to a victory over the Philadelphia Eagles on February 12th. Hurts aims to become the fourth black quarterback to win the Super Bowl, joining Williams, Mahomes, and Russell Wilson. Steve McNair... Colin Kaepernick, Cam Newton, and Wilson also started in the Super Bowl and lost. That's pretty big, man. I mean, look, I, I, that's probably the only time I watch football is during the Super Bowl. And it's not because of the commercials. Because let's be real, the commercials are kind of ass compared to the 90s. The 90s had some of the best, maybe even the 2000s, best Super Bowl commercials. Um, but that's the only time I watch Super Bowl because it's pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting to see how far these teams have gone throughout a whole season to get to that very one moment right there. I, I think that's pretty awesome. Both best of luck to both teams out there, regardless of who win and lose. All right. So, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> and you know, this next story, right? This has been happening quite a bit in New York City. You know, just recently, there was a dolphin found swimming in the Bronx. A dolphin swimming in the goddamn Bronx. Why would a dolphin go to the Bronx? I don't know. Hell, I don't even go to the Bronx. But this dolphin went to the Bronx. What I'm getting at is, is this. A lot of sea life is turning up in areas that is not 
where they normally go. So right here, uh, another story out of New York, a dead whale was found at Lido Beach in Nassau County. There's been a lot of whales washing up on, <laughs> on New York shores. This motherfucker is big, though. It's a big-ass whale. I don't know. Like, that, that to me is insane. It says here, emergency crews were trying to figure out on Monday, how to dispose of a large dead whale on a Long Island beach. The whale washed up sometime overnight at Lido Beach in Nassau County. Officials brought a backhoe to the scene to potentially move the large animal. Damn, why does that remind me of that family guy uh, cutout, cutaway scene? <laughs> oh, that was bad. There's been a rash of dead whales in the waters around the New York City region. Two weeks ago, a whale was found dead on the New Jersey coastline. They believed that a humpback whale that washed up in Brigantine had been hit by a vessel. Yes, that part of the Atlantic Ocean is always very busy coming in and out. Uh, the New Jersey-based Clean Ocean Action is asking for a probe of the deaths of six whales that have washed ashore in just over a month in New York and New Jersey. They want to see if construction work offshore wind farms is to blame. I don't ever see enough offshore wind farms off of, uh, whatchamacallit, off New York. I don't see that often. It's kind of weird, but again, you know, however this is happening, it's happening, and they just got to try to figure that out. Like it's kind of a scary thing to see, just random ass wildlife just washing up on the shore. But this that particular one I see is huge. That is a big ass whale. How would you be able to remove that? It is, you know, I guess they'll figure it out. A backhoe will be for starters. So hopefully they can get that big shit out of there. You know, we'll see where it goes. Okay, so um, this is also another thing, too. Firefighters are having a hard time putting out Tesla fires. You know, it's very difficult to put out an electrical fire even in a home, right? You just can't spray it with water. So what's been happening a lot is that a lot of Tesla has been catching fire. But at the same time, the firefighters just sit and watch it because there's nothing they could do over it. They don't have the chemical or whatever they need to put out a particular electric fire. Right. So sometimes they just let it happen. Unfortunately, it says here, Tesla car battery spontaneously catches fire, requiring six gallons of water to put it out. Six gallons of water. Um, that's a lot of fucking water. You know what I mean? And then when uh, Hurricane Ian happened, right, a lot of Teslas was washed up out there, got eaten and corroded by seawater. And a lot of them just caught fire. This is the, like, OK, don't get me wrong. Things can happen with a combustion engine car, too. But a lot of people are not going to be so trusting in electric cars, especially shit like this. So I'm going to get into it. It says a Tesla car battery spontaneously burst in the flames on the California freeway Saturday, and firefighters needed 6,000 gallons of water to put it out. The Metro Fire Department said in a series of tweets that nothing unusual had occurred before the Tesla Model S became engulfed in flames, but the agency said the car's battery cells continued to combust while the fire was being extinguished. No injuries was reported. Well, I mean... You put water on electricity, it's just going to get worse, right? Um, and then CEO Elon Musk said, only 0.01% of Teslas have caught, ever caught fire. This is what was left after one wild scene. No, believe it or not, that's cap. There's been way more than that that's been catching fire for unknown reasons. Let's just, look, it's a developing technology, right? It's not going to be something that is going to be perfected overnight. Hopefully they'll get it together. I'm pretty sure we got some bright minds and engineers out there that can figure out how to stop batteries from exploding. Lithium ion are very can be very volatile batteries and unfortunately they're in all our cell phones, our laptops, they're everywhere. We can't really escape the lithium ion, right? We need it to let's <laughs> so we find another battery source. Okay, I got one more. I got about a couple of minutes. I'm going to see if uh ah, let's see, maybe let me see. Maybe I can get one more story in. 
Uh, I don't know. Oh, but they are preparing uh, Philadelphia uh, for the um, for in case they win the Super Bowl. They're greasing the poles. They're greasing light poles. The, the, you know, light fixtures that you see on the street. They're greasing them so that people don't climb on them when uh, when their team wins. You know, I never understand the fanatics behind sports. Like, I remember Buffalo trashed the fuck out of their city once. In fact, it has happened multiple times. I just don't understand. Why would you sit there? I get your team won great. But why would you trash your city? Well, there's no point. These, You know who's going to pay for that? Not the team that won. The city's got to pay for that. So when they sit there and hike rates up and shit because now they have to cover the cost of you people flipping over cars and, you know, throwing shit at vehicles and climbing on poles and stuff. I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. Yes, they won. Great. Fantastic. I'm not climbing on no pole to celebrate a win. Not even. And if I am climbing on a pole, somebody better be putting some fucking dollars in my in my stuff if I'm going to be climbing some poles. Other than that, I'm not climbing a pole for no team. Absolutely out of the question, but they're preparing for that right now in Philadelphia as we speak because it happens everywhere. You know, people just climb and do ridiculous things for the sake of a team winning. Talk about team spirit. All right. Wrapping this beautiful news out of a hat sub episode. And of course, the Daily Mind podcast. Um, tomorrow is my birthday. Happy birthday to me. If you want to send a birthday shout out, my email daily, the Daily Mind podcast at gmail.com. Um, it'd be nice to drop a happy birthday. I'm getting older, which makes it even better. So there won't be an episode tomorrow. I will be working, unfortunately. And also I will be spending time with my wife, going to the casino and going out to a nice meal. So I will not be doing an episode tomorrow. So I'm giving you a little bit of predictability. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, tune in on Wednesday for the next episode, whatever that may be. And then we will keep the show going. You know, I say we a lot because you are a part of the show. You all are. So I can't say I, it's we. All right, so hey, have a great evening.